0: Today on Citycast Madison. These days, it seems like everyone and their uncle wants their own podcast. One Madison podcaster is helping others get the skills they need to tell their story, including at-risk youth in the Madison area. D Star, host and creator of Out of the Box podcast, teaches podcasting workshops to teens in the Dane County Juvenile Detention Center. It's through the Madison Public Library. We sat down with Dee to hear more about his efforts and hopes for the community program. It's Tuesday, January 23rd. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. Dee, hello. How you doing? I am very, very stoked to be having this conversation with you and all the work that you're doing. Yeah. And you are currently sitting right now in the Dane County Juvenile Detention Center. You just finished a class, you know, you're teaching the youth how to make a podcast. And can you tell us about, you know, what what that involves and what that looks like?
1: So I do a podcast and in production class at the Dane County Juvenile Detention Center and at the Dane County Shelter, where it's a two day class where we come in and we teach them how to do podcasting and production, um, how to set up uh, equipment um, and how to conduct interviews. So the first day is we teach them the basics and then the second day we bring in special guests for them to use the skills that they learned um, the day before on actual real people in the community. You know, what's crazy is some of the, some of kids, you know, when they first hear their voice on the actual microphone, they instantly burst into laughter, right? Like, oh my God, do I really sound like that? Or, you know, like some of the little stuff that they say all the time, then when they say it on the mic, it's like, it sounds crazy. Like, yeah, it sounds just as crazy hearing (laughs) you say that, (laughs) you know what I mean? But, um. You know, some of it some of them really take to it. Some of them are naturals. Oh
0: my goodness. And and so the program is run through the Madison Public Library. What made you want to do this?
1: Oh, uh, it's crazy. It, I was chosen for it. They they actually reached out to me and it was like, "Hey, would you be interested in teaching?" And I talked to my wife and I was like, "Why don't you do it?" She's like, "No, they want you." <laughs> so I was like, "I'll try it." So I go <laughs> and just instantly fell in love with it so i've been doing it for over a year now
0: and what was the the love spark
1: just wanting to reach one of them you know they they're in a really really bad spot and really tough time in their age and it's just i i just feel like man i i, I felt like i could help them i i could help them i can help them so um i went in with with that on my heart like man I, I can help these kids
0: yeah so if you could tell me a little bit more about the kids like is this mostly Madison area youth or is it like really do they sent you know they come from across Dane County
1: yeah these kids come from all around the state actually so they come from every county every corner of the state
0: and what are some of the stories that they've told you about their lives and, and what they're going through?
1: Oh, geez. Um, you got a box Kleenex. I actually, <laughs> I actually do. It's, it's so serious. Cause, I mean, these kids have been through the ringer. So some of these kids, um, you know, they've been trafficked. Some of these kids uh, are homeless. Some of these kids are just a victim of circumstance. Um, it's, it's all walks of life, all types of stories. And every kid is, is different and how they react to things that are different. And some of them have mental health issues. Some of them, you know, just don't simply even have a, a home to go home to. So it's actually we've had a kid here um, that's been here over a month because they just simply don't have a place for her to go. Like they don't have she doesn't have any family. um, there's no beds open in any shelters or any foster homes. So it is what it is. She just sits here in detention.
0: Mm-hmm. And you said, you know, you got into this to help just one, at least one kid. Have you seen, you know, any specific examples of how this podcasting class has, has helped?
1: Um. Yeah, on top of all of the overwhelming support from the community, um and and the, and the press and the great guys here at the JRC and and the staff there at the shelter uh they they're the ones that tell me all the time man you know thank you for coming here thank you for being um a part of um what we're trying to do here um we see the difference in the kids attitudes when Before you come, after you leave, um, how they're always talking about it, how you're bringing more and more distinguished guests to come and see them and donate their time to come and, um, you know, just just speak to them. So it's like they really appreciate it. And I've actually seen some of the kids out in the community and they, you know, remember my name and they remember everything and they, you know, say thank you. We really appreciate it. And uh, so, yeah. That's how I see that it helps and affects kids.
0: Yeah, and you're planting the seeds, you know, to get it started, to sparking it.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I I want to hear more about the class. And you talked about the distinguished guests that you bring. That was one of the things that really jumped out at me. Can you talk a little bit more about the people you bring in to be interviewed by um the youth
1: sure so this class that i just did um we actually had cuckoo cow um he had a number one billboard hit in 2001 and his manager uh kd the playmaker on uh, the class before that i had um platinum artist baby drew and baby drew has like two platinum albums so he's he's a um legit rap artist that's out here in the the Milwaukee area. I've had local business owners from uh, Jackson's Yard Care to uh, clothing designers from Kingston Robinson, from uh, Holy God's uh, Clothing. Um, I've had real estate agents come and speak to the kids. So anyone that's really like active in the community, that's a professional at what they do, Um, that would be a good role model. I try to bring them in here so they can actually see it in person. So the first thing I ask the kids is, um, we do an icebreaker when the the class first starts. I say, if time and money weren't a factor, what would you want to be when you grow up? And based off of their answers, I try to find somebody that's in that field to come and bring them in. But mind you, I only have... 24 hours, less than 24 hours to find that person and get them in because it's pretty much based off of what they say. So it's like, Oh, you know, you'll be surprised how many times like people are like, Oh, I want to, you know, I want to get into trucking or I want to get into this and that and that and this. Um, but a lot of the times kids say, I don't know. Uh, I don't even know if I'm going to be alive. A lot of the times they tell me that. So, I mean, we got to find different ways to try to motivate them.
0: Yeah, I even before that moment was I was getting emotional because I was a kid went to boys and girls club because no one was around, you know, all all these sort of things, and just hearing all of the special people that you're bringing to the the kids to to do this with, you know, it's the it's a statement that they matter and that they are someone and that they can be someone, and you know, just hearing that last part that you shared some of them not even thinking having an idea of that they will have a future that that they have a place in the future right and this is a space you know you're you're stepping in to disrupt that that pattern
1: yeah i mean it's it's really a lot of therapy for these kids you know because a lot of times they don't get they're not in a position right now where they can be heard you know so i give them a microphone i give them a platform so they can actually be heard you know and you'd be surprised what comes out. You know, it's a lot of, a lot of crazy stuff, man, that these kids say, but that they've been through, you know, but you know, sometimes it's therapeutic for them to actually just talk about it and get it out. That's why we don't, we don't actually post or anything like that, that um, what the kids do. I, I was talking to this marketing lady. She was like, man, you know, when I look up your podcast, I really don't see a lot about the kids or I don't hear or see any pictures or anything." I'm like, it's really hard because, you know, they're minors, first of all, And second of all, the, the subject matter that they kind of talk about is personal, you know, it's personal to them, it's personal to me. And it's, we want to kind of like, have it stay between us, you know?
0: Yeah, that's extremely thoughtful and makes a lot of and sense. It's,
1: so it's, it makes it hard to say, hey, support this, when it's like, but I can't tell you what exactly you're supporting, you know, you can't like, feel it. You can't see it. You can't hear it because, you know, like I said, they're minors. So it's, there's certain laws attached to that, but it does, it, it it is for a good cause, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, you're teaching skills and you're starting a revolution in their mind for what's possible for them.
1: Absolutely. And you know, what's the best thing is like, I see my interviewing style in them when they, like the second day when I, when they're, when they're interviewing people, I kind of see like my style, like how, how I would ask questions and, you know, my my line of questioning, I'm like, oh, wow, you know, that's kind of, it's kind of cool.
0: Yeah. I was going to ask, you know, how this work has, has it had an impact on you.
1: Oh, I love it. You know, I love it. Um, I want to do more of it. I wish I could do it every day. You know, it's it's really fulfilling to me. I really want to like go to other cities and and do it.
0: Yeah. Well, so you're also the host of your own well-known local podcast, Out of the Box. You do some tremendous work for adults. I try. Yeah, I, it really, really blew my mind reading about it. And um, in a similar vein, you are offering, you know, folks who are incarcerated a space to tell their stories and get in, in touch with their creativity and their skills and, and what's possible for them that they don't have to wait to leave um, being incarcerated to be a human being and, and and practice what's true for them. Can you talk about what you're doing with your podcast and why you started it?
1: So my podcast is centered around reentry. So that's incarcerated, formerly incarcerated people, giving them the opportunity to share their inspirational stories, music, spoken word, poetry. We also bring on community leaders, small businesses and nonprofits to also share their resources with the community. Um, So we try to give these people a platform. So. Um, They can be heard like um, they've dubbed me the voice of the voiceless. Uh, So the people that don't have a voice, um, I speak for them and I give them a platform so they can actually speak for themselves also.
0: And what makes you want to share the mic this way?
1: Well, my family has a a lot of people that's been incarcerated and that is incarcerated right now. Um, Some of the most funniest, talented people that you ever want to meet. And, um, you know, I've visited them. I've talked to them on the phone. And I said, man, you know, if these people ever just had an opportunity to share their gifts with the world, um, who knows where they would be? You know what I'm saying? So I actually did a um, an interview with a guy named J-Ball. J-Ball was in and out of prison. He was in and out of foster homes. They actually threw him in a mental institution one time because they didn't, like, like this girl earlier, they just didn't have a place for him to be. Um, so he was kind of lost in the system and grew up in the system and grew up in an abusive family. They killed his dad, so he was heavily involved in gang life and things like that. And um, then he turned his life around. He had some kids, turned his life around, and started up a couple of businesses, and now those businesses have flourished. And now he's 100% legit. He does Christmas drives. He does all types of things uh, in the community now. So I said, man, this is a great story. So I gave him the platform to speak and ask questions. And that was like my second or third interview I ever did. And that interview went on to win the Wisconsin Broadcast Association uh, for best interview, just giving him that platform to tell his story. It was So inspirational.
0: You're using your skills, you know, that you developed... And you went to college here in Madison.
1: Yep, Madison Media Institute.
0: Yeah, and um, and then through this work with with your podcast that you were just speaking about, you're and you're using those skills for the youth here to, in part, try to keep them from having have the experience of going into the carceral system. Correct.
1: Absolutely. So I actually um, have had my brother who um, that is in, incarcerated right now um, call in while I was doing the class and spoke to the kids. Um, So they're incarcerated right now. He's incarcerated and he's telling them, hey, yeah, yeah, this isn't detention right here, but I'm in prison. I've been in prison for the last 20 something years and telling them this is not what you want. This isn't this is how it is. And, you know, giving them um, words of encouragement and and, and words of warning. Um, So. And, and it just is so different coming from him than it is from anybody else, because they know that it's coming from a real person that's, you know, in that the same situation.
0: The same struggle. Yeah. And, you know, another way you work with Madison Youth is through big brothers, big brothers, big sisters. You and that group are about to kick off a huge recruitment campaign in Dane County for mentors, correct?
1: Correct. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So that starts um, February 1st and it goes up to March 15th. So Big Brothers Big Sisters is looking for um, to recruit at least 100 new volunteers, um, bigs, especially of those of diverse backgrounds. Currently, about 200 children are on the waiting list for mentors. So we're trying to cut that in half. That is the whole point of this campaign. And the campaign is called, It Takes Little to Be Big. I've actually had two kids of my own personally go through the the program of Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and was matched up with um, mentors. And we had a, uh, an awesome experience. So that's that's why this mentorship program is so near and dear to my heart, because it actually helped my kids.
0: Wow. Dee, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate you having me on this podcast.
0: That's Dee Star, podcast host of Out of the Box. If you'd like to learn more about Dee's podcast, head over to our show notes for a link. That's all for today. Here on CityCast Madison, I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not share this episode with someone you know who's dying to start their own podcast? I'm sure you've heard about it. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Until then.